Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. My name is Preston Washington. I'm your host this evening for the Gift of Freedom, coming to you out of Kansas City, Missouri, where I am a genealogist and president of the Midwest Afro-American Genealogical Interest Coalition. My guest tonight is Louise Dente, who is the founder of Cultural Caravan TV in New York City. How are you this evening, Louise? Yes, I'm fine. Thank you. Okay. Now, this is uh, Cultural uh, Caravan TV. How long have you been in business out there on the East Coast? Well, um, Cultural Caravan was established in um, January 2007. Um, Basically, it was my way or contributions to the community. Um, There was very little, if anything, anything of substance that really represented the African-American community. Um, At that time, we did have one program uh, that was uh, founded by the late uh, Bill Noble, like it is, but unfortunately he had passed. Uh, over a year ago, and since then it was very limited um, selection, particularly qualitative as it related to celebration of African and African-American heritage. So Cultural Caravan was that response to the need for qualitative uh, programs that celebrated the African and African-American experience. And what avenues can that be uh, viewed on? Are you on the Internet and cable TV? Yes, well, basically, we are, in the, in the New York area, we're, we're, there's several means that someone can um, check out our programming. Um, we are on, like, six days a week on some station in the New York uh, area, tri-state area. We also have online capabilities, so if people want to check out our programming, you can. Um, we have a YouTube channel, um, which um, for those who are outside the New York area, I'll start with that first. Um, you can go to youtube.com um, and put in this engine cctv.org again cctv.org and you can get uh, see samples of our programming and we have some wonderful uh, you know samples of some of the programs we've done um, so for those who are outside the New York area um, within the New York area. We have a program that comes on on Wednesday evenings uh, from 4.30 p.m. to 5 p.m. Um, on NYC Media uh, TV, channels 25 and 22. And uh, that can be seen, again, from 4.30 p.m. to 5 p.m. Um, throughout the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, uh, tri-state area, which includes the five boroughs of New York, as well as Long Island and Westchester County. So that's um, an opportunity for everyone to see us in the area. Um, And then, again, we also have local uh, programming. We have community access programming uh, in the borough of Queens where, you know, the program can be seen uh, Tuesday afternoons from 12 noon to 1 p.m., you know, as well as on Sunday evenings from uh, 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, on Tuesdays in Queens um, on channels in Verizon, Channel 36, RCN 84, Time Warner 79, as well as on Sundays from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m., um, Channel 35, Verizon, Channel 83, RCN, and 
Title One or Thirty Four. Again, this is Florida, New York area, and then of course in Westchester County on um, from six to seven p.m. on Saturdays on Channel Fifteen, um, as well as in Manhattan Neighborhood Network, which is um, from ten p.m. to ten thirty p.m. on Channel Fifth Time Warner and uh, Eighty Three being RCN. And then the great thing about um, in, in Manhattan on Wednesdays from 10 to 10.30, it's also simulcast online. So anyone can see it at the, by going to www.mlikemary.org, and it's simulcast, and it's on Channel 2 on that station. So again, anyone within the world can see it on that time frame. And uh, we also have in the borough of Brooklyn and another opportunity to see it both on television and online on Brooklyn on Thursday from uh, 6 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, Time Warner, uh, Channel 79, Cablevision, Channel 68. And again, it's simulcast online at www. E like B like boy, C like cat, A like uh, apple, and T like Tom. Dot TV slash forward slash B cat B C A T. And again, it's simulcast online and it's on channel two. So just again, people have um, definitely have an opportunity to see the programming, whether they're in New York, outside New York, and outside in another country. And so we we, we and then they can go to our website. Um, you can actually go to our website and get all this information if you didn't get a chance to copy it, which is at www. C like cat, C like cookie, B like Paul, C like Tom, B like Victor. Org. Uh, so that's our website. So if someone wants to get this information um, on how they can see the show, they certainly can. Talk to us a little bit about some specific programming. Uh, what do you do for the youth and education type programs for youth? Okay. Well, basically, um, you know, Cultural Caravan TV actually comes out of the organization, which is Cultural Caravan Productions. Uh, and basically we have, as I said, a lineup of things, uh, youth programming. We do have something, a program that we have called Youth in Spotlight, uh, where we have uh, programming that at least we try to do at least once or twice a year where the youth actually uh, create the program. Uh, it's produced by the youth. Uh, it's hosted by youth. And a programming that deals anywhere from health, uh, nutrition, um, career, um, music, you know, which we know the entertainment industry is a very important, important part of the youth experience and expression. Um, so we do, you know, so that so that's one aspect where we give youth an opportunity to, uh, to, 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 to learn about the business. And another way we have is uh, we also have some opportunities for uh, mentorship at one point where we um, had uh, a program for young girls uh, which actually was in conjunction with another organization that I work with. Um, it was called, um, you know, where we helped, um, called Ohinaba Society, where we um, provided opportunities for young girls to, uh, to, to learn and to, to work with uh, women in the community. And then we tried to do something similar with young males. But with youth, we, we, we have three prongs. We have opportunities for them to learn about communications, um, to, to get hands-on experience. So that's really one of the things we try to do for youth. Um, now, in addition to youth programming, uh, we also have cultural literacy tours, uh, which we're very proud of. Uh, one of the things that we understand is sometimes you have to take people um, to learn about their history, you know, give them hands-on experience. 
And uh, one of the things we offer is in the New York area, cultural literacy tours, uh, which we, you know, have two, you know, in two segments. We have um, uh, enlisted the support of one of our, you know, a person who has co-hosted um, and also been part of it, uh, Dr. William Sorrell, who's a hedge, um, he's the uh, professor of narratives of African and African American studies from Lehman College, who had um, helped us uh, to put together part one of this New York-based tour, which is uh, looking at the history of historic Harlem where you have an opportunity to uh, learn about the Harlem you never knew, you know, about the, you know, a lot of people think they know about the city, but we, we really take them to really understand the history and culture of Harlem. And then that's part one. And then part two of New York Experience, we take them to a history. And all this is really the history of African-American people in the city. So that's part one. Part two is we look at go to the other boroughs of Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, and even um, up in uh, Staten Island, and uh, so it's a very fascinating experience, and that's one of the things we call cultural literacy experiences that Cultural Caravan offers. Uh, now, Excuse me. we are, uh, yes. Yeah, the uh, literacy tours, uh, Harlem, that takes in the Harlem Renaissance. What could a yes, person it, expect it, to see? Well, in know, that particular tour, I'm sorry, yeah, you were saying? Yeah, just what could a person expect to see uh, where some of these famous people live, some of the authors and poets and whatnot, yes. and where uh, they work? And... Exactly. Um, in that particular tour, you get an opportunity. First of all, people sometimes have a mind of what they think Harlem is. You know, unfortunately, you know, in addition to the, the historic history of the Renaissance, Sometimes people, the, the picture in the past of Harlem has been a slums, of the, uh, but, you know, the harm of Harlem has gone, is going, undergoing another type of renaissance or regentrification, as you probably heard. But what we do is we take them, first of all, to a portion of Harlem that is way up in, you know, upper Manhattan um, to see the, the rural, uh, rural part of Harlem, a Harlem that people don't see, which is um, Jamel Mansion, which is, you know, the fact that these are places where, you know, the history – you talk about, quote, unquote, our father, you know, um, George Washington and others that uh, did planning, you know, at this particular mansion, which is right on the tip of Harlem, up in upper Harlem. And, and, you, and when people walk through the streets and look at this part, they say, wow, is this Harlem? Is this uh, Harlem as well? Because you have cobblestone streets, and it, it, it gives you the, the flavor of old New York. And then um, we take them to various places, such as where the, uh, Langston Hughes lived, uh, where um, the various Harlem speakeasies were, where now, um, uh, Marcus Garvey, um, you know, had his um, meetings, and, and various places. So we really give them a flavor of the history, the culture, and because the, the person who's conducting the tour is steeped in history, they're able to provide a, a very rich experience of, of Harlem, okay? So that information is also available on our website for anyone who might be interested in the Harlem, um, historic Harlem experience. Um, so in addition to that, you know, experience, the New York experience for those who are outside of New York who might be considering uh, taking a tour, they can certainly contact us to get a, not the touristy type of tour that you might get, you know, it's a more rich, uh, culture-enriched type of tour of New York. Um, in addition to that, we also take people outside of New York. We actually have a tour going on next month, May uh, 17th and 18th. We're actually, it's called the uh, Malcolm X 
uh, tour um, experience, a Malcolm X birthday tour that weekend. And we really, uh, we go to um, Washington, D.C., and we partake in the Egypt on Potomac tour with uh, Anthony Browder, who's an Egyptologist and historian. He actually basically shows uh, people that how the founding fathers used African culture, particularly of ancient Kemet, to, to lay out in Washington, D.C. And, and the fascinating experience about that tour is that lots of people say, well, I've been to Washington, but they really don't understand what they're looking at. There's a lot of symbolism in Washington and a lot of things, again, borrowing from African culture to found the founding fathers. So it's a very fascinating experience. Um, in addition, this year we have um, some very noted uh, speakers who are going to be doing an after discussion or, con uh, you know, with the group. So um, in addition to taking the Egypt on the Potomac field trip, they will have an opportunity to hear the great Dr. Francis Quest Wellsden, who is a noted psychologist, uh, as well as Dr. Axel Lynch, who's another his, uh, uh, psychologist, and, and Anthony Browder, do what we call a teach-in to talk about uh, in the topic of survival strategies for the African community, which is going to be a very powerful lecture that's going to be, you know, after the field trip, which is an added feature this year. Um, so that's one part. And then part two of that experience on the day two, which is on May 18th, we're doing what is known as an underground railroad tour where we're actually um, providing people with an opportunity to um, visit the great Blacks and Wax uh, Museum, which is in Baltimore, Maryland as well as to go on certain stops within the Underground Railroad. Um, we also have a dramatic presentation of someone in the person of uh, the great Frederick Douglass. Uh, we also go to one of the, um, slave, the, the, the slave plantations, one of the oldest or the largest ones I know in the Northeast, um, and, and do a pilgrimage or actually do a libation at the um, slave quarters there. So that's going to be a very powerful second part of that tour, which is going to be made. 17th and 18th as well. Okay. Hello? Yes, I'm here. Mm -hmm. that tour so also. Yeah, so those are two, some of the, the experiences that Cultural Caravan provides, um, an opportunity for people to learn their history, uh, again, by noted historians uh, who are part of these experiences, whether it be the powerful New York History Tour or the one that we're doing um, with the other stories next month. Okay, and talk to us a little about some of the episodes and some of the guests that you've had on uh, your show and who will uh, we expect to see in the future. Well, I'm glad you asked that question. Um, Cultural Caravan, we're, we're doing a, you know, we do specials, and we, one of the, the specials that we're, we actually have um, amongst others, let me just first of all tell us about some of the previous uh, presentations, and then I'll work up to the present. Um, we had an opportunity to cover, um, you know, the great Ruby Dee. Um, she turned 90 last year. And her grandson, um, who's working on a documentary on her life, um, Mutala Ali, they came to me and said, you know, he's trying to raise money to, to, to bring a, a wonderful documentary about his grandparents, particularly Ruby, as well as his, his great late grandfather, Aki Davis. So, um, you know, we came, they did a, you know, a fundraising, which was very successful, and they had this party for her. And they had invited us to cover it at the Schomburg Center for Research in Black Culture. And it was a wonderful experience because we had an opportunity to speak to 
some very noted people from the likes of, uh, you know, Jesse Lewis Jackson, Reverend Jackson, um, you know, uh, other artists um, who, you know, Melvin Van Peebles, uh, even, uh, let's see, uh, Rosie O'Donnell was there to talk about her experiences. Um, we had uh, people such as, hmm, I, I'm just trying to, Roscoe Orman from, um, you know, Sesame Street. We had, uh, we had uh, what's his name? Boy, I'm, I'm just going a blank. But there was a whole lineup of very distinguished people from various echelons of society, um, Angela Bassett um, and her husband, um, Susan Taylor, various people who were there to pay homage to Ruby D. So we were very honored to, to be part of that and to be invited to that. In addition to that, we've covered uh, various concerts, uh, celebrations. We did a, um, Diane Reeves, a great uh, jazz singer, a multi-talented, highly awarded um, singer was on our program celebrating her 25-plus year career. Um, we've had uh, recently um, Regina Carter, who is a noted internationally renowned violinist, uh, talk about her, her, her career and her work. We've also did um, cultural spotlights on um, like the late um, uh, Dr. Barbara Antier, who was the founder and director of the National Black Theater in Harlem, and that was we probably had one of the last interviews with her where she talked about her career and her inspiration for building one of the premier uh, arts organizations uh, and cultural centers in in uh, in the Northeast. Um, we also had opportunities to talk to the great Randy Weston, a noted uh, uh, jazz musician. We we've, we've talked to. We've done profiles on various things. One of the things that we, we are doing historically is looking at our history. In addition to doing a whole um, piece on historic Harlem based on the tour that we have, uh, we also have a, um, a program coming in two parts on the um, Vietnam War. Um, it's basically, as you know, uh, this year, basically last year marked the 40th anniversary of the ending of the uh, war in Vietnam. And as you know, a lot of African-American males and females were drafted, were part of that experience. And it was, a, you know, we, we basically had an opportunity in this two-part special to talk to uh, someone who had been um, involved as a civilian volunteer. This was Dr. William Sorrell, one of the um, uh, historians who works with our program to talk about his personal experience. That was part one. And then we have coming up in part two, we are doing a spotlight on the um, Black Veterans for Social Justice, which is an organization that was founded in 1979 by Joe Masariki as a result of the fact that black veterans were not getting equal treatment for uh, coming home from Vietnam War. So this 35-year-old organization is celebrating and actually talking about the services, that they, the vital services that they provide to our community. And we also are interviewing some veterans who were uh, impacted by the war and, 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 and how they're healing. Even 40 years later, the scars are still there. So that's a very important uh, program as it, as it relates to that. And we also um, try to deal with various topics of interest um, to our community. We try to cover a breadth, a, a cross-section, because as I said, there's not too much there, you know, besides the comedies, besides the um, very, you know, the flippant, um, you know, reality shows. 
there's very little that covers our history. So one of the things the cultural caravan does is we try to provide alternatives. So, that, you know, for example, um, African dance and, and drum. You know, one of the things we try to do is cover a major concert that happened in the tri-state area, particularly in, the, in New Jersey, called um, the Wafabe African Drum and Dance Festival. And uh, we had a wonderful experience this year because we had youth and elders and, and just an intergenerational celebration of black uh, African, African dance. Uh, that's something you don't see on TV, you know, uh, and that's something that the major media doesn't seem to think uh, is important. But we, we make sure that that's covered. Uh, we also try to ensure that we um, cover the, as I said, the black theater experience. We had a chance to have a, an interview with the National Black Theater, the National Negro Ensemble Company, okay, where we had a chance to speak to the executive director, James Weldon, about um, Charles Weldon, excuse me, about uh, that, that institution that has been the birthplace and the, and the grooming place for some very great talent, such as Denzel Washington came out of the National, uh, Negro Ensemble Company. Um, Samuel Jackson came out of the Negro Ensemble Company. Um, various other established um, black actors who are now going to fame and fortune came out of that institution and they gave us a very, uh, uh, you know, into their life, they gave us a chance to, to really um, know and learn about, uh, you know, the work that they've done in the early 60s to preserve black culture through the arts. Um, in addition, uh, we had a chance to do a, 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 what do you call it, a biography on um, Louis, L., Louis H. Latimer. And I don't know, for those who may not know, Louis H. Latimer uh, was an inventor. He was someone who invented the filament for the light bulb. And he also invented other things, such as the water car on trains, various other things that this genius who was only um, received an elementary school type education, who came out of slavery, who made some phenomenal inventions. He was also a writer. He was also did many other things. And, um, we did a, a, um, a documentary on his life, which we also have available on our website. So just to give you a summation of some of the things we do, we, we have a wealth of uh, work. Uh, we've covered um, from, from children's programming, which again, we um, did a, uh, a presentation on African-American children's pro uh, programming, uh, you know, looking at, um, which is also available on our website where we have copies of, of past programming. So we try to cover our experience the full gamut. That part of our experience has held left out by the major media. And uh, that's what our mission is, our goal is, and, and we're very excited about that. You know, Louise, you're to be commended. I mean, you guys are doing a lot of work and covering a lot of activities. And as you've noted, uh, you're stepping in the gap because there's just so much of our history that is left out, misplaced. Uh, misrepresentative, uh, et cetera. Uh, you're to be commended. I really appreciate it. I'm just in awe of what uh, you're doing there in uh, New York City and, and putting it out all over the world, actually. That is really, really great. Uh, you mentioned uh, some of the uh, literature and artistic things that you're involved in. Um, what about, uh, do you go on site out there to do these uh, theater, uh, you know, presentations, uh, jazz well, we, uh, programs, et cetera? 
Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things we do is we look at the city as our studio. Uh, we, I made a, a conscious decision that I wasn't going to just simply be sitting in a studio and asking people to come to me. When people request or enable you know, us to interview them, we go to the person. We'll go to, we've, gone, we've traveled out of state. Uh, you know, for example, uh, the National Black Theater Festival, that's every other year. We go with, all the way down to Winston-Salem, North Carolina to cover that for two, two years. Uh, we go to all, all parts of the world to cover a story, to, to really uh, to cover uh, an institution. So as far as we're concerned, we don't, we're not limited. You know, we look at, you know, the world is our studio and it's about us bringing African-American, African-American culture to our, the world, to the community. And um, with that said, um, one of the things that we try to do is to bring our communities together. There was a very important show we did uh, last year where we had um, a conversation about, you know, in, in, in New York and I'm sure across many major cities, there's a high influx of African immigrants uh, who, in some cases, these are brothers and sisters from West Africa who are trying to build a life, who are educating their children. Some of them have children who have been born here. And we noticed that these communities, our community here in America and their community seems to be separated. There's very limited interaction. And of course, you know, knowing that some cases it's because of misconceptions and some of us, you know, may not understand each other, maybe due to barriers of culture and language. So with that said, we had two uh, informative shows on bringing the African and African American community together. Uh, where we uh, had members of the African, West African community, along with members of the American community, African American community, dialogue on a panel about ways in which we can come together. Um, so that's an important um, aspect of what we try to do, is to really have these type of important forums where we can dialogue and to kind of bring a meeting of the minds where people can learn more about each other. Because I recall when I reached out to the West African community here in New York and Manhattan, you know, they were like, this is the first time that, that you know, very limited times where African Americans um, really reach out to them, okay. Uh, and unfortunately, because of this and because of the language um, differences, we weren't interacting. So again, that's one of the, the great things about um, using the media to build those bridges of understanding. Great. Uh, Louise, this has been very informative. I appreciate your taking the time out of your busy schedule to visit with us. Um, we're about out of time, so do you have a closing comment? And also, you might give that website uh, contact information again. Thank you. So I just want to let people know that Cultural Caravan is here. It's something for the entire community, whether you're in the New York area, outside the New York area. You can reach us. You can go to our website, which is at www.c like cat, c like cookie, p like Paul, p like Tom, v like Victor, dot o like orange, r like Raymond, and g like George. Again, www.cctv.org. You can get uh, schedules on our programming, both those programming um, 
on television as well as online. Uh, you also can find out about our services and get copies of our programming. Um, and, you know, we, we're very interested in hearing from you. Also, as I said, we have a YouTube station at, at youtube.com, and I'll search, just put in the, in the search engine, cctv.org. You can get samples of our show as well as on the website. So, you know, again, we thank you so much. It's very, uh, it's our pleasure to be here on uh, the Guys to Freedom, and, and, and we look forward to all the opportunities to, uh, to, to be part of your uh, listening audience. And I thank you for the interview. Great. I'm sure that we will be getting together uh, very soon. And uh, thank you again for uh, joining us here this evening. Thank you. I've been great. My name is Preston Washington. I've been your host here at the Gist of Freedom. And uh, these shows are archived and available for free via iTunes. Uh, we've come to you over www.blocktalkradioblackhistory. Also look us up on blackhistoryuniversity.com and Barry, that's B-U-R-I-E-D, blackhistory.com. Leslie Gist is our producer. Uh, for this show. Again, my name is Preston Washington. I've been your host, and I'm going to say good night. Good night. Good night.